sci-fi cartoons, inventions become everyday life. A president that wants re-election so bad that he changes the Constitution. And the dogs of the White House. This is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Wednesday, September 23rd. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Well, it's National Dogs in Politics Day. Yeah, no, we're not talking about dogs that actually, like, become a politician, because I I think that's very rare, although that's probably happened in some states, maybe Florida, I don't know. Well, we're talking about the dogs of politicians today. Yeah. Well, why today? Because back in 1944, Franklin D. Roosevelt said these Republican leaders have not been content with attacks on me or my wife or on my sons. No, not content with that. They now include my little dog, Fala. Well, of course, I don't resent attacks. My family doesn't resent attacks, but Fala does resent them. Yeah, so FDR used his dog to attack Republican leaders in a speech, not in reality. He didn't actually send his dog. And that's something more for 2020, not for back in 1944. Well, also on this day, another famous speech happened about a dog. This was in 1952, and Richard Nixon was campaigning for vice president. The media reported that Nixon had accepted some cash from his backers. Eisenhower was debating on dropping Nixon from the ticket because of this potential scandal. Nixon wanted to take control and fix the situation, so the RNC purchased TV time. He delivered a 30-minute speech on radio and TV that became known as the Checkers speech. In the speech, Nixon detailed his finances, how much he made, how much he owed, and he detailed one gift in particular, a dog named Checkers. He used the speech to overcome the allegations and endear himself as a person of modest means. He even used some quotes from Lincoln. Towards the end of the speech, he said, I'm going to campaign up and down America until we drive the crooks and the communists and those that defend them out of Washington. Nixon said that about the crooks driving out of Washington. Anyway, uh, he and Ike went on to win the election that year. So yeah, two huge speeches uh, in the nation that were about the dogs of the politicians. You you know, we're unlikely to hear a speech from Trump about a dog. Uh, He's the first U.S. leader in 118 years to not have a dog in the White House. All right, we've got a lot more to talk about. We'll talk about the events of today and, of course, birthdays, but we'll do that right after this. All right, starting off our events today, we'll start it off in 1962. It was the first color TV series on ABC. That series, The Jetsons, starring George, Jane, Judy, Elroy, Astro the Dog, and Rosie the Robot. Yeah, it hit the air in color and in prime time on this day in 1962. Color was unique because back then just 3% of the households had color TVs. The Jetsons, however, had flat screen TVs. Yeah, they had many futuristic inventions on the show. Now, the problem with many shows that are set in the future, a lot of their inventions 
conventions are just wild and outrageous. And, you know, it was like, oh, 1985, we're going to have this. Well, this show, it was set in 2062, and a number of the inventions that they talked about on this show have come true since then. Now, we don't have flying cars, although I believe they're experimenting with those in certain parts of the world. And we have 42 years to get there until the 2062 deadline of the Jetsons. But I don't think that even Elon Musk could put together a flying car that folds up into a briefcase. I, I just don't think that's possible. However, a robot made? Yeah, that's possible. And the Roomba? Yeah, we've got that. Even some hotels have robotic butlers. So I, I think the, the maid, that actually is going to check out. The other thing that checks out is 3D printing your dinner. Yeah, there's a company called CocoJet. They can actually print entrees and desserts. It's all 3D printed at your table for you, just like on the Jetsons. Also, talking alarm clocks. Who doesn't wake up to an Alexa or a Google, right? Oh, by the way, uh, on that Amazon thing, you know, you can get at us to your flash briefing and you can hear us every morning. I just got to interrupt the story with that. But getting back to it, yeah, we've got Alexa devices and all of that that will wake us up. That was predicted on the Jetsons. How about flat screen TVs that I mentioned earlier? Yeah, we've got that. Video phones. You've got FaceTime. you got Zoom. Man, the Jetsons was really a great show. Oh, also drones. How about that? I remember they had drones that would actually take their kid to school. Now, we're not quite there yet, but show me a parent that wouldn't love to get rid of drop-off. <laughs> Come on, attach your kid to a drone and send him to school. Oh, and smartwatches. They had smartwatches on there. And I'm looking at my Apple Watch right now and seeing that I'm talking about this story and getting way too excited about it. So I'll stop there because we don't have jetpacks. And until we get jetpacks... The Jetsons sucked. No, I'm just kidding. The Jetsons were great. It was a part of my childhood. I loved it. The original Jetsons series actually only aired for 24 episodes back in 1962. It started on this day, as I mentioned. Uh, it went away for a long time. It came back in 1985 for two more years, and they lived in syndication nearly that entire time. All right, our next story takes us to 1972. President of the Philippines, Ferdinand Marcos, he, he became president in December of 1965. He was the 10th president of the Philippines. By the way, uh, he had plenty of outrageous claims while running for office, including saying that he had won nearly every war medal possible, and that was later proven to be false. Uh, anyway, he was reelected in 1969, but he didn't want to leave office. The Constitution said that he had to. He could only serve two terms or eight years. So what did he do? Ferdinand took advantage of the increasing number of violent demonstrations and civil unrest and played on the fears of the voters. On this day in 1972, uh, martial law went into effect in the Philippines. This was just the first big step that uh, he was going for to assume power forever if he could do so. He went on to assume all government powers and replace the Constitution. To get the Constitution passed, he reduced the voting age to 15 and placed military at the polls to intimidate voters. Governors were given quotas for yes votes. Uh, the new Constitution was passed with 90% of the vote. That wasn't very surprising with all of the actions that he put into place. Okay, so jumping back to the martial law issue, 
this was imposed and government was able to take control over all forms of media, meaning more propaganda for Ferdinand. Uh, media personalities who criticized him, his family or his administration were imprisoned. The martial law lasted until June of 1981. They also held a presidential election that year, and Ferdinand Marcos won again. That means it was just his third term. He served as president from 1966 to 1986. During his presidency, he rang up huge debts for the country, uh, suppressed the democratic process, and came under criticism for corruption. It's projected that he stole around 5 to $10 billion dollars from the Philippine treasury. His wife, Imelda, she was very extravagant. She was found to have 15 mink coats, 508 gowns, 888 handbags, and here's the big one, 3,000 pairs of shoes. I have like three pairs, and I think that's too many. Yeah, 3,000, it's a lot of shoes. All right, uh, let's take a look at events last year. Uh, people were talking about a really odd event uh, last year. It was the 19th annual Hearse Fest. It's a car show uh, that moved from Hell, Michigan, yes, Hell, Michigan, that is a real place, to Fowlerville, Michigan. Uh, it outgrew Hell. So the Hearse Fest moved and took over a fairgrounds there. Over 100 hearses showed up to show off in front of a, let's say, lively crowd. This year was a little dead there, though. Get it dead. The fairgrounds were closed because uh, the event was canceled. All right, taking a look at birthdays for this day. In 1920, Mickey Rooney was born. He would have been 100 today. He died in 2014. John Coltrane, who died in 1967, was born on this day in 1926. Julio Iglesias turns 77, and they're celebrating in New Jersey. I'm sure of it. Yeah, because Bruce Springsteen turns 71 today. Jason Alexander is 61. Sean Spicer's 49. Wrestler Matt Hardy is 46. And Skylar Aston is 33. That's your look at September 23rd. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you would like to make you know, a suggestion or make sure that we cover something on a future episode, let us know. Go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us your feedback and see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Oh,